You're You're listening listening to to The Bottom Bottom Bible. Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I really need it. Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. And this week it's all about blood. This week we take a blood oath in this never ending goddamn quarantine. <laughs> Although we're technically all, we, it's kind of ended for us, but we're still erring on the side of caution because yeah. basically at any moment they can take it back. There's there's take backs at all times. Yeah, it's bad, y'all. And wear your mask and put it over your nose and maybe like don't hang out with lots of people maybe just keep chilling because commit to it because if you find yourself in the position like i did today where you drank a real like glass bottle mexican coke with lunch and it's the first time you'd had a real coke in a long time and it was very fizzy and you had to burp you have to burp into your mask because what are you gonna do you're in a room with co-workers can't lower that mask Mm -mm. it's too legit to Mm -mm. quit yeah and then you're disgusted with yourself for a little bit but it's okay (laughs) because then you finish eating your burrito in your car by yourself (laughs) i i've i've gone to the new place of like well most of my masks are black but i did order the new masks as a recommendation from you that I'm excited. They're pre- very pretty colors. There's like a almost like p- purple periwinkle kind of one mm-hmm. and then like more of a coral. So I'm starting to like lean into it a little bit more. As long as the mask fits me, I'm fine. I had some masks yes. kept like slipping down my nose and it gave me so much anxiety. Um, I was like, I can feel that air condition through this mask. That means I'm getting all y'all's aerosols. I'm not into this. Not into it. Um, well, y'all's airs. But this week we're talking about the cycle, the menstrual cycle, and the absolute havoc and madness that our periods have been as a result of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just gonna go lean right into it. I bled forever, so I've had a few periods because the quarantine's been lasting for a long time. First period was like kind of normal came on time whatever second period was a week late which is not normal for me i'm normally every 30 days and i bled girl i i bled for a very long time it was exhausting so i made a, an appointment with planned parenthood and i was like i had looked up everything in the world a dear friend of ours both was like stop googling things that's my recommendation because i had convinced myself because like you see the logical things of like oh it might be this it might be this and you always jump you always like catastrophize and jump to worst case scenario um but went in talked about it and the pa the physician's assistant said like oh my gosh we've seen so many people come in and say that their periods have been super super weird she wasn't worried about it she said everything looked normal i'd have the results back in like two weeks i just did like a basic pap because i was due for one anyway she did like an exam um and she was like yeah everybody said it's just been like all over the place and i was relieved and i'm due to start mine again my next cycle jesus christ 
in three days, and it seems like yeah. it's starting at a normal pace this time. So we'll huh. see how she goes. I think she's going to be normal. We started work, which I think helped. Yeah. Um, kind of regulate her. So she's fingers crossed. <laughs> I bled I so long. Because no. we talked about this a little bit, like not meaning it to be um, like a an episode. We were just, mm-hmm. you know, we friends and we were talking about our, our lady bits. And you had mentioned that you were having a rough go of it. Yeah. It was, it was just going the on. Mother of all periods. Stop. Yeah. I also had heard from a couple of other coworkers and friends that they were also experiencing uh, extra heavy or just weird. Mm-hmm. Like I also I've heard late. I've heard extra heavy. I hadn't heard anybody else have it as long as you did, but it was just more. It was either late or extra heavy. I have an IUD, so. I've had it for a while, so I don't normally get a period. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I'll have like a little bit of spotting, but it's like very, very light. Doesn't require even like a panty liner or anything. It's just super, super oh. light. Not a problem. So it was my first month was okay. No, I mean, whatever. I don't even notice it because just mm-hmm. I don't get a period. But second to third month, second, maybe into the third, I had really heavy spotting Mm. that went on that seemed to be heavier than usual and went on longer than usual it's maybe Uh. sometimes like a day or two of spotting this was like a solid like three or four days of heavy spotting that i was like do i need to get the iud check like wait it's not i don't have to go until like the fall like everything's supposed to be cool until the fall Mm -hmm. um the moodiness seemed to be because i i don't get a period but i will sometimes get like kind of pms symptoms sure. sort of um or it might just be i'm just a moody bitch but either way the mood was a little more uh fragile mm-hmm. than than mm-hmm. usual mm-hmm. and uh the like snack attacks were out of oh control my God. like the craving for like i need salty crunchy and i need it need now it now I didn't yes. have the sweet craving. I had like the savory. So <gasps> my mouth is watering right now. Oh my god! Like again, barbecue potato chips. I just yeah. That's like if we could be sharing a bowl of almond M and M's and also <gasps> salt and vinegar potato chips right now. Oh my god! M and M's and the popcorn. Mm. I mean, give me life. Quarantine. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I I did notice some stuff, and I don't know if it's stress it it could possibly be especially with like my moodiness and Mm -hmm. my like specific (laughs) snack cravings it could have just been you know really high stress situations I wasn't stressed about like the financial situation I think I was in a Mm -hmm. a lucky position where I got unemployment and it worked for me and I was okay yeah um and I wasn't exactly stressing going back to work. I was like living my best life, I thought. But I think it was just the like, what's happening? When will this end? Yes. Will this end? So there is there is a um, an article on f- a website called flare.com. I've never, ever looked at this website before in my life. But just a quick Google search of 
pandemic periods have they been weird pulled up so many articles about this so many people that are bleeding are having the same experience and OBGYNs are weighing in on why this is happening Hmm. so it's totally legit confirms Dr. Fiona Matital, I think that's how her name is pronounced, a Calgary-based OBGYN who talks about periods all day, every day. She says she's seeing it with patients that she sees. She's seeing it in her own house. People who menstruate, appreciate that line, people who menstruate are coming into her clinic with a litany of changes to their cycles. The pattern of bleeding changing, either more frequently, further apart, which goes hand in hand with the changes in volume, which I experienced. The mother of all periods, if you go longer between bleeds, lighter flow if they're happening more often, increased pain before or during periods, more intense fluctuations in mood, which you mentioned. Yep. So when you think about why the pandemic is impacting the periods, um, outside of all the usual things that are happening in the background in our lives, they all lead back to an arena of the brain called the hypothalamus. So let's Mm -hmm. see what that's about. So, yes, the link is between the brain and not necessarily the ovaries, the fallopian tubes or any other part of the anatomy your gym teacher glossed over back in sex ed. Um, And she goes, the doctor goes on to say, I don't think a lot of people know that our periods begin in our brains. So the hypothalamus is constantly taking in information about our body, our blood pressure, our food intake, our stress levels, how much we're sleeping, and also the environment we're in. Using this info, the hypothalamus gives instructions to our nervous system. When it comes to our periods, the orders that really matter are the ones it gives to the pituitary, the pea-sized gland between our eyes that regulates our hormones. They're the ovaries boss telling them how, when to make hormones, and whether they'll be releasing an egg that cycle. The hormones created by the ovaries then dictate the plan for the uterus, the building, and subsequent shedding of the lining, which is a bitch, which is your period. So basically understanding the role of the hypothalamus is key to understanding why the pandemic is making your period super weird. So you can blame it on us being quarantined for however many you know months Mm -hmm. our activity has changed our day-to-day routine has changed the stress levels when you go outside into society that's all changed um she goes on to say the information that the hypothalamus takes in is all things that are likely changing in our lives right now pointing to changes in, in her own eating habits i experienced that for sure um comfort food physical activity I used to go to the gym, but those are all closed. So a lot of people are probably experiencing that. Your your just daily activity level. I've noticed it from work and to before when I was just literally bouncing from one sitting spot to another. Um, And then stress. Ooh, stress. Which is a known cause of skipped periods. Um, Mm -hmm. She says she's had patients come to her clinic who haven't had a period in months. And then it turns out that they lost a job or some like big life event had occurred. Right. Um, And then also like sleeping cycles being changed. Um, Basically, the information we're feeding our hypothalamus is suddenly different and it's reacting to that poorly. Um, So, of course, you know, eventually if it's if it's just the stress and the the impact of the pandemic, um, your period should go back to normal. Um, Periods will eventually go back to normal 
28 day cycle is kind of a myth. Everybody bleeds differently. Mm -hmm. Um, But consider taking notes if you notice that maybe you haven't had a period in like six months or you notice that one super weird period or two super weird periods is one thing. But if you notice that you're like constantly bleeding, trust me, y'all, when I couldn't stop bleeding, I looked up forums and I thought I was having a bad day. Um, <laughs> there are people that are like, I've been bleeding for three months. And I was like, oh, my God, oh. fuck, three months. Get in there. Go talk to somebody. Um, they say that if you're noticing a pattern that just seems really, really, really abnormal, that's continuing, go go talk to the doctor. Or even if it's just like one change and you're kind of due for a checkup, it doesn't hurt if you have access to that. If you have a Planned Parenthood, if you have, um, you know, a healthcare facility that you can go access with or without insurance, maybe go just check on it because we can't see these organs. So we got to mm-hmm. make sure that they're in tip tippity top shape. Um So I had a friend who um, also experienced weird periods. She is normally every like 28 days clockwork. She can write it on her calendar and it's going to happen. And hers were later and just kind of starting a little bit differently, like getting pain, cramping a little bit before. Um, And so we, she and I were talking about that because she has really painful periods. And I was saying like, yeah, mine was weird. Like it started totally fine. I didn't really have any like... It, but it did start this month. This was my like long one that I just had. It started differently because I I normally kind of like ease into it, but this one just started because it was already a week late right. and it just started. There was no shedding. There was no like um, spotting kind of that I normally have, mm-hmm. and it just like started. And I was like, oh, it's not that painful. This is cool. And then it just never stopped. It was the worst. Um, so fingers crossed this one I'm supposed to buy my I kept my calendar the same I kind of disregarded the weird period I'm supposed to start um, in like two days and I'm anywhere in between like I'm usually every 30 but there's like a little bit of leeway um, and I started spotting a little bit today so I'm hoping that it's normal fingers crossed for me you guys I don't want it to go on forever and I'm just the person that bleeds forever um you said that you had talked to some other people that had had some like weird cycles yes because when we talked about it i happened to mention it to another friend of ours who uh we were just chat i was chatting with and she mentioned that yes her period was the the time the normal timing of it was off i think it had Mm -hmm. started late okay and just she just said just seemed funky i think what she meant was just like not the usual like it's not like oh on days one and two i'm this and on day three it's oh this and then by four and five it's this that it was just like just all over the place and irregular that month yeah um and then coming back to work i noticed just talking because you know when i'm there like if somebody needs something they'll normally come to me so i've had a couple of requests for uh, like Advil or something because the mm. cramps were extra, extra bad. And then somebody who needed a tampon emergency because it started out of nowhere. Like it wasn't, she wasn't expecting <gasps> oh. it. And it just all of a sudden like ba-bam at work. Um, oh, that was a awful. sprint looking for some tampons 
that took like a relay race. I was like, oh, I think I have some here, but they weren't gone. They were gone. I was like, oh, somebody took them. But I happened to be on the phone with our boss and she was like, I saw some in this drawer and I ran to the back and I found them and was like, here you go. Oh, I have never good. seen this coworker look more relieved. Oh. Um, so I got to remember tomorrow on my way to work, pick up some tampons because we need a full <laughs> box. Uh, I need to replace the one I took. Uh, and I'll just put like another box uh for emergencies back there Ugh. um and then i think our boss even maybe had some funkiness has some funkiness going mm. on um and i think wait i talked to somebody else now i don't remember who it was oh i'm sorry but i talked to somebody else not a coworker, but it was a friend i just don't remember if you knew her knew her know her or not but also again the extra uh just um what's it called oh my god words <laughs> oh, like extra out. length or was, cramping or it clotting. was the um like unpredictability oh my god ah. it was an unpredictable month where this is somebody who normally is very very regular again that just it went like the period just decided like you're not the boss of me yeah i do what i want <laughs> that's pretty i did realize something though with sharing this information that i thought was going to reduce my anxiety by being like let me talk to these people and be like has it been weird i realized i am a very heavy bleeder and a lot of other people do not experience the level of bleeding that i experience on a month-to-month month month basis um because i remember remember even with the um i remember even with planned parenthood when i finally said like yeah i'm normally like an eight day cycle anyway like i am day one it just kind of like she starts around day two she's here day three and four are madness it's just a bloodbath day and I'm, we've mentioned we've talked about periods before day five and six is what i imagine is like how normal people bleed right and then like seven and eight she's like i'm like okay gonna get back to my normal life um that is not the experience of other people and i usually only have pain like my second day day one's like she started and then i have like decent cramps on the second day and then i can and this one even too is weird like i had like extra cramping i remember specifically on like the left side like I was like this is cramping I was like do I have a fibroid do I have a cyst and I got a pap so if anything comes back weird I can go and like get a sonogram or something but I really do think it was just you know the complete change and abrupt shift in our because my first period was like a hair bit longer but pretty normal like it wasn't that weird it came on time um this second one though was whew, or I, I think we probably had, I probably had three periods since first one was totally fine second one was like fine-ish and then this one was like nope. out of this world wild a wild time um we did also do a poll on <gasps> our Instagram which um y'all answered because you're sweet baby angels and uh, let's see the final results and we'll post it on the day of this episode but i think um y'all did experience some wild 
um, cycles as well. Let's see. Yes. So basically the poll said, um, have, have any of you, anybody that bleeds, have you experienced any weird periods during this pandemic? Too long, too short, absent. 75% of people that responded responded with a yes. 25% mm-hmm. no. I'm going to try to see how many people answered. Um, so we had like, we had a handful of people answer and they said that, that yes. And so maybe when we do release this episode, I'll ask, was it too long? Was it too short? I'm kind of yeah. curious to find out, did you not get a period? Um, which that can be it too, right? If you do not ovulate, then it can mm-hmm. be like a wild time and you have to shed extra lining um which i think maybe is what happened to me because i was late as mm. well so they took a pregnancy test at planned parenthood bless them um i was like i'm not pregnant but you can if you want to and they were like we're gonna test you for all these stds i was like i'm good but all right we're gonna have a tough conversations if those come back positive what's <laughs> like, <laughs> happening um but i that's what i think that would be my after coming down off of like my wild anxiety where um because like i had what do they recommend like what three to five years to get a pap mm-hmm. and get like checked and like a you know a um, pelvic exam and stuff and it's literally been like three years since i had one and everything was fine and totally normal so i don't know why i was freaking out other than the fact that it's just the kind of natural thing to do when something is weird and you're like oh my god yeah. it's and you case can't see it like you don't you know can't see what's it going on you can't it's yeah. not like it's not even like uh, with an injury, like a, a muscular thing or like, you know, you yes. strain something like you can't see it, but you can feel it and you can kind of address it. Yes. You can't do anything about this yeah. other than deal with like the bleeding or the cramp. Like you can yeah. band aid it, but you don't know why it's happening. You don't know what's causing it. You don't know when it's going to end. Yeah. And you're constantly um, yeah. reminded, right? Every time you go to the bathroom. You're constantly oh, reminded of either its absence or its presence. And so it's yeah. like you can be like, it's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then you're like, is it going to stop? I remember like waking up like, is my period going to stop today? Is she going to stop today? And then I would be like, fuck. Fine. After I went to the exam, though, I did feel better because the they made me feel better. They talked some sense. She was like, oh, yeah, I've seen people come in and they have like all their like phones out with like all this information on cervical cancer. And I'm like, you're 22. I think you're OK. we'll do the pap we'll check you out but like take a breath and i'm like oh okay i'm not gonna show you my phone with all my information (laughs) but (laughs) it's like so i was like i feel in better comfort knowing that um there are other people out there experiencing similar things yeah um yeah i'm trying to think about i don't know what a regular period for me is because i've only had regular periods when I was on birth control and that's mm. not my regular period that's the birth control regulating yeah. my period yeah. so when I was on birth control it was great I was like yeah my periods were like every 28 days mm. and they lasted about five days and it was like day one and two were fine day three was kind of ooh. day four <laughs> was like oh it's a little better and day five was like who is she wait what what happened see you in 28 <laughs> days bitch um but I don't think I have ever, like, self-regulated a regular mm. period. Like, yeah. I've never experienced that. It's, uh, oh, God, the days of not it not stopping were a nightmare. I can remember it was, like, 
in the 40s of days. I bled for like oh, a month and a half, basically. That's so stressful. And I was a teenager. <laughs> it was the worst. Right. That's so uh, stressful. That was, that was when like the doctor I was seeing wasn't a, gyneco- a gynecologist because I was underage. I was like mm-hmm. 16, I think. And my mom was just at a loss for what to do about it. Yeah. And took me to just like my, you know, my general doctor. And um, I think he was just uncomfortable with what was happening and my age and was just trying to like slap a Band-Aid on it. Sure. And instead of just referring me to a female gynecologist maybe or something, yeah. like just tried to, I guess, fix it. It ended up in one month, I got two depo shots. What? Yeah. And I remember even like as a kid asking like, is this safe? And he's like, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess. I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds right. Because I don't. <laughs> don't, I don't those hurt a lot? I mean, I don't remember them hurting. I just mm. remember like within a, oh God, because it was within like a couple week period. No oh pun intended. Why Getting the shot like two or three weeks apart because nothing happened. He said, <sighs> I'm going to give you the depo shot. And within a day or two, you should notice the period stop. And it didn't. It didn't change at all. So he gave me another shot. And so I was just flooded with the hormones. And it didn't help. It didn't stop. And then I started to freak out that like, is this ever going to stop? Do I have to walk on my hand? Like learn how to walk on my hands. What do I do? Is there a cork? Is there something we can do? Please. And then um, getting finally he relented and put me on birth control. He didn't want to put me on birth control pills. And it may have been my age. And like, he just didn't want to have me having to rely on hormones to regulate it. I personally think it was my age and his religious beliefs that didn't want to put me on birth control. Yeah. Um, Growing up, there was so much stigma on birth control yeah. i remember oh, like God. even once when he finally did um it regulated it and it did take mm-hmm. a little bit because he put me on one and it worked and then the pharmacy kept substituting the generic but the mm-hmm. generic made me super super sick uh, and so he yeah. had to keep like checking that box like the do not substitute box and they it was like it happened like every month and i was like it's you're not supposed to substitute it like i can't take the generic anyway whatever finally worked and then I was finally able to, t- t- I've tried a plethora of all birth control options. I had, I don't, I countless brands of pills, uh, regular, low dose, pr- uh, progesterone only. I had the NuvaRing and I had, I never got an implant, but then I finally tried the, I have the Mirena. IUD. A friend of mine who was American but had lived in the UK for a really long time, she got it there. And she was like, I don't understand why like you don't get this. And here mm-hmm. it was marketed towards uh women who'd already had children. Yes. They didn't yeah. they they didn't recommend it for people who had not had uh, anybody who had not had children yet. Um and then I finally got it and now I think it's just like they're giving it out like Halloween candy. It's basically yeah. like, yes, take this. It's fine. Um, 
And not that you have to take anything for it. If you want to just let your body do it naturally, you know, highs and lows, heavies, skips, anything you want. But for me, it was intolerable. I, mm-hmm. I could not live a normal life. That's mer- that's it. that's brutal. The happiest for, day of my like life and was when my Morena made my period stop. Uh. It got lighter and lighter and about a year and a half in completely gone how long do marina's la- how long does it last it was for? supposed to be five years and now it's seven years oh oh my god that's amazing Yeah, because i go in this fall to get the first one removed and replaced mm-hmm. yeah because i think i'm in a weird phase where i probably am not likely to get pregnant but that's not a gamble i'm willing to take at this age so let's go ahead and put another one in there. And then that'll be my mm-hmm. last one. Yeah. Oh, my God. It should because for seven more years, I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the time that one's done, like I'll be in my 50s. Let's not talk about that. I have never been able to stand birth control. I don't know if it's because. Well, I, I think there's probably a little bit of my own neuroses where I don't give it long enough for it to regulate. But I'm also oh, super, yeah, yeah. super regular that it. That's like, and that's something else that like when I could, wouldn't stop bleeding this month, I was like, I think my hormones are a little fucked because whenever I've taken synthetic, I've tried low dose, I've tried the progesterone only, I've tried the mm-hmm. patch, I've tried all these different methods and I just would never stop bleeding. Yeah. And that's what made me think like this time I'm like, all right, I got two options here. I probably have a fibroid or my hormones are just wet and wild like they're just up and down left and right they just cannot get it the fuck together and I think with the new schedule and the moving around and kind of a little bit more little it's it's not normal but it's closer that's the closest to normal that we've gotten in a long time um I'm just hoping if I can't because honestly if it's another like I bled for like three weeks if that happens again I can't I gotta do something I gotta be like you need to sonogram me like the copper IUD that's no not hormone see and that's also like the other thing that like is weird because we have talked the boo and I have talked about like maybe babies and so there's a part of me that's like well shit I don't want to start on anything even if there's no hormones involved if we Mm want to do that and then the pandemic happened and I was like yeah fuck so I don't know. There is like an acid I know that they can give you. It's like um, I looked into this. It's like um, tran tranexamic. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's acid for bleeding. So basically like if your period isn't stopping, which I was thinking like maybe they didn't have that when or he probably just didn't know about it because it was probably just a woman's health issue. But um, I don't know. So so let us know. Have you had weird periods or short, long, um, gone here here today, gone tomorrow? Um, we will tell us in the – you can DM us. You can tell us in the comments of this um, episode. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Send us a one. telegram. Oh, my God. Morse code. Morse code it. Can you – bonus points if you illustrate it for us i want to see it i want that clip art i want that that microsoft paint uterus illustration thank you 
I want to see it. <laughs> um, oh, one last thing that I, I have. There's no proof. There's no evidence. There's nothing to support this. But last month, I bled like a little bit longer. This month, I bled forever. And I tried the cup last month and this month. Oh. And I'm just like, I mean, I have no evidence to support this. It's just a silicone cup. It's really no different than putting a tampon in your vagina. But I'm like, did that fuck? Did, am I just like sensitive? And it just like, I don't know. That's my only thing that I noticed. I loved the cup because I'm a heavy bleeder and it was great, but also made me feel like I had to pee all the time. So that kind of sucked. Oh. I was like, this is what baby feels like, I guess. <laughs> That's not what peeing feels like. <laughs> That's pooping. <laughs> oh, the IUD, if you've not had a child, if you've not given birth, the IUD insertion is true torture that sounds i have a very high pain threshold you can ask dr boyfriend um that's disgusting vanessa um he i'm sorry when i got it placed they warned me like it's gonna hurt we're gonna do it in two steps both steps are gonna hurt we're gonna take a quick break Mm -hmm. in between let you catch your breath make sure you're ready and i was like Okay, let's like see what the. Oh, I remember holding on to the bar that's bolted on the wall, like the handicap rail, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the nurse having to like hold my hand. And she was like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "No, a hundred percent, no. Can we stop?" And she's like, just take a couple deep breaths. Like, it's in. There's just one more thing the doctor has to do, and then we'll be done. And what I was, was like, the thing? they have to insert, and then they have to adjust like, the placement mm. of it and make sure that it's in the right place. So it was boom, boom. And it was in total probably, I mean, truthfully, less than 60 seconds, maybe 45 seconds in total. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it was in, I like it was a what's inside me? What is happening to me? It hurt all day. (laughs) It hurt Mm, for a few days. And they said, like, you're going to cramp because there's something in your uterus and your uterus is going to start to contract. So if what I felt was anything like contractions like birth contractions i have made the right choice <laughs> that was not for me oh it was not for me i don't think i could have handled it and that really really scared me now i was not drugged i wasn't drugged up i didn't i think like i took a couple they told me like take a couple advil or tylenol mm-hmm. or something before the visit that's mm-hmm. all i did we know somebody who was in the medical uh, field and when Mm -hmm. she got hers because she's in the medical field she got a doctor friend of hers to give her a prescription for uh, like pain and something for like the anxiety Mm -hmm. so she was medicated when she got hers done and like didn't have as bad of an experience okay can we talk sometime about i want to talk about the history of obgyn basically the practice Mm -hmm. because it is disgusting and i looked up um 
endometrial biopsies, which mm-hmm. are supposed to be fucking painful. And there's no goddamn reason why you cannot at least give a topical anesthesia yeah. because that's a spray. They can do it, but they mm-hmm. it's lazy and they just mm-hmm. want you to take a couple of Advil and it's bullshit and I hate it. Basically, hate if it. you have private insurance, you can request to have numbing right. done. Right. If you don't, if you go the bl- planned parenthood route or you just don't ask for it, they don't offer it. They don't tell no. you about it. And it's fucking bullshit. Um, one, I, when I was younger, originally my, like, what I want to be when I grow up, once I decided that mermaid was not really a great I option for me, um, I was going to be a doctor and I wanted to be an OBGYN. I can totally see that, by the way. And then there were so many doctors in our family that I was actively encouraged to like, could you do something else? There's too many <laughs> like doctors you in our mix family it up already. a little bit, please. Thanks. Yeah. So I scaled it back. Um, but also, uh, if we do, there is a women's specialty clinic. It's like it's a little bit of a bougie, like boutique clinic. Uh-huh. It's called Fem. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. In the yeah, town yeah, where we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's right by the Starbucks that's close to the auto center and post office. It's in that little shopping mm-hmm. center right there. Mm-hmm. And it is obviously for, you know, it's it's uh, like an OBGYN, but they also do, I think, like fillers and those types of sort of uh, um, procedures. But it's supposed to be like super luxe very bouge i briefly looked into it and was like you don't even post prices so i can't afford you it's like market Ooh, price right like the lobster of OBGYNs. <laughs> so i was like i'm not i can't okay maybe another day. time oh um, but i can't do that cash of the day yeah but that kind of like yeah if you can afford it plus painful here's a a place where the furniture is comfortable there's flat fresh cut flowers and you get these like beautiful robes and catered to but you know if you like the rest of us here's, here's your hardwood chair <laughs> Planned Parenthood you're lucky <laughs> to have it and the Planned Parenthood where we are is great I think Planned it's Parenthood amazing. obviously does amazing incredible things and yeah. it's a shame that they don't have as much as men as much money and as many resources as they need to give mm-hmm. that kind of care and yeah. that kind of like high level of care to everybody yeah. like planned parenthood yeah. shouldn't be like the dicey place to go it yeah. should be safe it shouldn't be the budget of bgyn yeah right right because they do great yeah. work i love, I love the doctor that's at the the one in the city where we work she's mm-hmm. a gem she helped me out when i thought the iud strings had curled up or that it had moved and I had to go in and get an exam she was great she reassured me everything's cool the strings are just kind of short but they're still 100% there no big deal same experience it was great um I think I freaked out the tech a little bit because I was like so nervous I was just talking and then she was like oh that's long and I was like that's not what I want to hear and then the doc came in and I was, she was like oh no you're fine and I was like that's okay. not what I want to hear thanks <laughs> and then like there was extra anxiety because they were like oh you had an ab normal pap the last time you were here and I was like what and then I was like no excuse you, you went you went somewhere else you had a normal one 
And I had to keep trying to convince myself that I did do that. And I was like, no, I know for a fact because I tried to refuse. I was like not ready to do the exam the last time. I kind of forgot that it was like, oh, yeah, my my yearly, my annual is all this. And I was like, can I not do it now? And they're like, we have it all set up. I'm like, all right, fine, do it. And it was fine. Um, But yes, I agree. It's a delight. It's it's the way it's set up and they're handling the pandemic really well. And it's Mm -hmm. it's great. So that's going to do it for this episode um as usual you can find us anywhere at the bottom bible the bottom bible at gmail.com the bottom bible.com um instagram the bottom bible um twitter we don't use it but we're there so say hey um (laughs) facebook we're the bottom bible and uh yeah leave us your comments on this episode have you had strange periods this this time around and um if you have May they regulate themselves back to their usual state um, come July. July, please come in here like you got some sense. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> all right. We will see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.